Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Dave, what is that creepy finger motion you're making at me? Febreze. Oh, God. No, don't Febreze your sweaters. <laughs> don't. One time, that's going to be the answer, and I'm going to be the king of the podcast. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly cleaning advice column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Esquire.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to JolieCare at gmail.com. With me is my partner in grime, Dave Lozo. Hey, Dave. Hi. Hi. How Hi. are you? Good. How are you? Good. Great. I'm enjoying the brisk fall weather that we're having here in New York. I'm not. No, because you miss your shorts. I don't. I don't. I'm not. You ever see that onion story about fall guy who's happy yes. to wear his vest and his guy? I hate that guy. I'm summer guy. You're the opposite of fall guy. You're I'm, summer guy. I'm, I'm, I'm let's go outside. And I'm as pale as I am. I am go outside in the sun guy. It's you are quite maybe. fair. Yes. You are quite fair. I, I, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say fair. I would say I'm like one of those guys in Mad Max who like the blood bag um, people that need the blood bags. You know that. What are they Dave's looking at me like I'm going to understand this reference. Mad Max? But I mean, Glory I'm. Road. <laughs> you know, all the, all the, all the albino children that raise the gate. I'm one of those. I'm, I'm that. That's that's my that's my pigmentation. I mean, you're well constructed for summer. You're not like overly hairy. Yeah. So I'm I feel smooth. like you don't get too. too <laughs> Just like the kids in Mad Max, it's exactly <laughs> the same thing. Um, well, listen, m- much to Dave's chagrin, cooler temperatures have finally arrived here in New York, and to celebrate or mourn, I suppose, mm-hmm. uh, the advent of sweater weather. <laughs> today's episode. Sweater weather. Today's episode is all about sweaters, cleaning them, dealing with little stains as they happen, ridding them of those vile little pills that make them look ratty and horrible, all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweater weather. We are, of course, so happy to partner with ACAST to produce and market Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Uh, But we also think that there's a lot of value in appealing directly to you, our listeners, to ask you to help support this weird little cleaning show that you love so very much. To that end, we have created a Patreon account so that you can give us your money. Mm -hmm. We like your money. (laughs) Give it to us. But we're, we're not just here to beg. I mean, I, da- I, Dave I might am. be. I Dave am. might be. Please, dear God, fill up my bank account with uh, your money. Yeah. Amen. Um, we've also got all kinds of cool rewards to offer based on how much money you want to lay out. So go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson to see all the packages we are offering and to become an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron. Yep. We have yep. a lot of packages there. Yeah. <laughs> there there actually is a, a Dave package. Well, not let's, let's be clear here. Not Dave's package, but a Dave package. I mean, for the right price, I mean, let's be fair. I can be bought, but I mean, there's nothing on there now currently specifically for that package. It's just a package be- that involves. Because you wouldn't let me sell you. Oh. I did originally have a package in which I was I was selling Dave. But it was for like 40 bucks. No, it wasn't. It was for $69, Dave. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. 69 is nice. It's funny. Yeah. It was it was good. Like, it was like for sixty nine dollars, I had to like have a meal with somebody. Like, oh my god, that's just that's just it terrifying. Wasn't, it wasn't a meal. It was like a hang, meaning like we'll go get a beer with you. Oh my god, that's terrifying. 
meeting somebody from like the world, like a real human being and having an interaction with them. I mean, that's how you met me. Yeah, but I mean, like, you and it worked out. But like, but like, you weren't you weren't paying for like if you had to pay to hang out with me, I would feel like pressure to be on and also pressure to like not leave my drink alone because it might put something in it, and then I wake up in like a basement, and the next thing you know, like I'm in the middle of like a you know one of those James Con Kathy Bates situations. Like I can't. Fair enough. You know, I didn't consider that that aspect of things because that's how I am. Like I'll, I'll have two beers and then it's over and. The good news is there's a higher price package <laughs> in which you can hang out with me because apparently I don't right. I don't value my my organs. And plus, she's way more pleasant than me. You don't want to hang out with me anyway. It Dave's fun. fun. You want to hang out with Dave. Uh, anyway, we're we're getting like incredibly far afield of today's episode. Right. Sweater topic, which is weather. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Um, we've got some questions. I think we should dive right into Just them. Just get right into it. Yeah, I think we should get right into them. Claire. 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 Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna not say which Claire it is, but mm. Claire Claire is an IRL friend of mine. So she this was like IRL. Uh, actually, you know what I'm saying? That I realize we haven't actually met IRL. We're like, I don't know. We're internet pals. I don't know. I guess this is getting weird. Would Never I mind. Know, anyway, I, hi Claire. Thank you for the great question. Would I know this person? Mm, yeah, you might. Hmm. You Claire, might. Danes. Yes. That's no. who it is. For Lonnie? <laughs> no. Anyway, li- anyway, Claire. I just wanted to say, hey, Claire. The, it was a great question, so I'm using it for the podcast. Okay. Claire asks, I treated myself to a hot pink J. <laughs> I don't know why that sounds so funny. I treated myself to a hot pink J. Crew merino wool sweater for Christmas and got what I thought were two tiny stains on it right off the bat. I think it was a dab of oil salad dressing. Oh, those are bad stains, which I dabbed with water. Can I just submerge this mug in some cool water with woolite or some shit, or should I entrust <laughs> it to a dry cleaner? Thanks. I really love this sweater, which must be why it got fucked up so fast. Claire, the language. <laughs> well, again, another explicit episode of Ask a Clean I, they, I, they literally are all going to be explicit. It's all right. I, what can I do? It's <laughs> real life. I mean, that, the thing is, like that's that's how that's how people talk when they buy a new thing and immediately. Right. Get salad dressing on it. Got some I mean, motherfucking salad dressing <laughs> yeah, on my goddamn so sweater. It's like Samuel L. Jackson time <laughs> immediately. There's some motherfucking <laughs> salad dressing on this motherfucking sweater. Uh, Claire Huxtable? <laughs> yeah, ding, 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 ding. Look to hear her swear. Um, so anyway, but also, I mean, I'm s- now I'm, I'm sort of realizing, I'm glad I mentioned that as a friend of mine, because of course, like, that's also how my friends really email me. Sure. Right? That's like, you know, um, so anyway, so here is like the the big thing about sweaters that is it's tricky and and makes them kind of a beastly garment. Mm-hmm. Sweaters do not love to be overhandled. Kind of like me. Really? I you don't like to be overhandled? I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I like being overhandled. Yeah, that's not true. Um, so sweaters don't like to be overhandled, and and overhandling them includes just wearing them washing them th- those are all things that that contribute to the overhandling of sweaters but on the flip side of that you do have to clean them because if you don't clean them which a lot of people don't because sweaters are an easy thing to not clean really? they're an easy thing to tell yourself you don't need to clean hmm. um uh scarves Hats and gloves are another one that, that fall into that category. We'll yeah. do a whole other thing. I'll, I'll scare the tar out of all of you guys, and you'll be washing your scarves every week for the entirety of this winter. Um, the tar. Yeah, you like that one? <laughs> I don't know where that saying came from, um, but it's an old Jolie favorite. Sure. Uh, of course. So anyway, so um, the, uh, the thing 
is that the, you have to sort of find this like perfect like set point with sweaters where where you find the the place in between not overhandling them and not caring for them which will lead to you know <laughs> not crushing them like you would like <laughs> yeah i'm making oh, weird fists at dave guys can't see us because it's a podcast <laughs> but i'm making weird right. fists at dave i don't know why um so anyway, so there's a sort of sweet spot in between, like not overhandling them, but not le- just not doing anything to them. And so today's episode is really going to focus on sort of finding that sweet spot. Um, and I started with Claire's question on purpose because I want to talk about spot treating sweaters when they get little stains on them, so that you aren't going through a whole washing routine with your sweaters every time there's a little bit of a stain. Um, so the good thing about spot treating is, first of all, it's going to take a stain off when it's fresh which means you're gonna have a lot more luck getting it out the other thing is it's going to extend the time between washings because the sweaters don't lo- love to be overhandled, um you don't want to wash them too much but then not washing them is going to lead to that fiber damage and it's sort of a mess so the spot treating uh will help you avoid the, the overwashing and overhandling um to do that you basically only need like dish soap you don't even need something fancy. Hmm. But you could go get a specialty detergent for cashmere or wool or merino or whatever you've got. You don't really need it. Um, but to spot treat, the one thing you do need to realize is you, you should not use a lot of anything that you're using to clean it. So don't use a lot of dish soap. Don't use a lot of laundry detergent. Talking about like a pea-sized amount, even if that. Um, and what you do is you will, you will take the detergent and you want to dilute it a little bit. Um, use a little rag or a sponge, or you can even use your fingers, um, and sort of massage the detergent into, into the spot, just really right in that area. Don't, don't go too far afield. Um, the same should come out and then you can flush it with cool running water. Don't turn the faucet like all the way on full force because the running water can cause the fibers of the sweater to kind of like stretch out. You don't want that. You just want to remove the detergent um take a dry towel sort of like pat dry the area that you've rinsed uh dave <laughs> there was just a big bang behind us and dave like jumping Somebody in his seat just sorry, the door about in that. Anger. sorry about that um, don't come back <laughs> don't you dare spot treat that sweater <laughs> <laughs> that's not what i would do with my sweater i'm out of here <laughs> Um, so you're going to rinse it. You're going to get a, a dry a dry towel and kind of like pat, pat the area dry, lay it flat, and let it air dry. That's spot treating. It is as simple as that. There's no magic to it. You just basically want to get a little bit of detergent of some sort onto the stain as quickly as possible. So easy. I could do it. Yes, exactly. Um, and that is actually going to do the trick for the salad oil. Um, dish soap in particular, if you think about what it's designed to do, right? Dish soap is designed to cut oil. Makes sense. Um, so, so go ahead and use, you know, a little, little blurt of Dawn or palm olive or whatever your poison is. I'm a palm olive girl. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am on brand loyal. I've tried a lot of dish soaps in my day. I just realized I have dish soap in my kitchen and I don't even know what brand it is. Oh, is it blue? It's blue. It's probably Dawn. Dawn. That is what it is. It's Dawn. Yeah. Dawn, Dawn's really very, very popular. I think it's the most popular dish soap. Well, it's just how I roll. I hang, I hang with the you most popular with the dish cool soaps. Kids. Yeah, yeah, the cool dish of soaps. Course. Um, so that's your spot training thing. So I also I also talked about sort of this this concept of extending the time between washings. Uh, so there are a few other things you can do to help extend the time in between having to wash a sweater. 
What, Eve? What is that creepy finger motion you're making at me? Febreze. Oh God, no! Don't Febreze your sweaters. <laughs> don't. One time, that's gonna be the don't. answer, and I'm gonna be the king of the podcast. I, that is never gonna be the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it is, I won't admit it out of spite. <laughs> I need something to smell better. Anything, Febreze? No, no. Uh, uh, well, white vinegar. It is white vinegar. I was going to say there are other things that I that I tell people to use for odor elimination, but that's a whole other episode for another day. Let's let's L- talk. We'll let's stick it. with the sweaters. That, but that from now on, that's the international signal for. I mean, Febreze it. That looks like the international signal for something else, but that's. A well, from that, yeah, I yeah. guess from a certain angle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Where was I? Oh yes, extending time between washings. So a few things to suggest. So there's sort of the obvious things that befoul your sweaters, like salad dressing, <laughs> right? Obviously. That's that's like, but that's external. Ketchup. The there's like a there's like a laundry secret and a lot and I've talked about it before so it's not really a secret to anyone <laughs> listening to this podcast. Uh, but the lot the big dirty laundry secret is that actually most of the laundry soil in a in a load of dirty clothes is in the inside of the clothes and it comes from you. Me. Mm. Yeah, you specifically, Dave. Wow. You're making everybody's laundry disgusting. I am so gross. Um, no, no, no. It, com- it comes from your own person. So um, it's dead skin. It's sebum, which is a technical term for... Yeah, I know. It, it's, uh, it sounds like something else, but it's not. I didn't say anything. It's not. Um, no, sebum is actually the technical term for, for the natural oils that your body secretes. Sounds nicer than it really is. Oh, come on. That's just sebum all over the clothes. I that's think it sounds worse than it actually is. Because I think like if someone said oil and grease were coming out of your body, that sounds gross. But someone's just like, oh, I don't I don't I don't I don't leak oil. I sebum. <laughs> like, I don't no. know. I think it sounds really bad. Um, all right. So let's see. What are the other things? So this is dead, dead skin, sebum, sweat. So that's a big one. Sweat. Um, sweat. 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 And then there then there are other ones. But those the other ones are probably not befouling your sweaters. And we'll talk about those in another <laughs> On another episode, um, and that all of that stuff—the the sweat, the skin, the sebum—all that accounts for about seventy percent of the laundry soil in your average load of laundry. Mm. Yeah, so it's most of it. I'm so hungry. So I can't wait so to have dinner now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. Who would have thought I could have taken an episode about sweaters and just gone completely gross? I'm just gonna stare at the guy's hands as he puts my pizza in the oven and wonder what happened. Yeah. Think about a sebum. All the sebum on his hands. <laughs> So the thing is, is that with sweaters, when you have, you know, again, something that you don't want to overhandle, meaning you don't want to wash so often, you want to protect the interior of the sweater from from your natural grossness, <laughs> basically. Um, and and a good way to do that is to wear an undershirt oh, sure. under your sweaters. Sure. But a lot of people don't do that. And I will say I am actually and I when I was getting dressed to come over here, I was like, I'm guilty of doing this thing that is totally not what i advocate for so i am wearing an undershirt i'm wearing a sweater today because it's sweater weather it's kind of warm um, i was gonna say it's, it's warm, warm in here um and underneath it i'm wearing an undershirt but it's a tank top which means that the interior of my sweater is not actually being protected from both my sweat from under my arms but also my deodorant yeah. And deodorant is bad news bears <laughs> on the inside of sweaters. So it's going to just like foul up the feel. And, and uh, in lighter colored sweaters, the look of your sweater, it's going to 
create that, you know, the white t-shirt pit stain effect can happen on your sweaters mm-hmm. too. Yep. Um, and deodorant, because of the nature of how it's, how it's made up, because of its formula, um, when it sits on any kind of fabric, it will cause the fibers to like stiffen up. If you've ever had a really, really badly pit stained t-shirt, you might... I have like 15 of them right now. I, <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to <laughs> point fingers or anything. Um, I would have brought one if I had but, <laughs> but you, But you may notice that some of them that are, that are particularly old um, have taken on like a cardboardy feel underneath the pits. Oh, oh that's not that bad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, but the thing is, is that's actually, that's caused by deodorant. So that's, hmm. a, that's a, an external factor in its way. Hmm. Um, and some formulas are going to be, you know, they're going to be worse than others. Um, so I want to seriously recommend to people that to extend the time between washing of your sweater, which you do need to do for sure. We're going to talk about how and why and when and all that good stuff. Don't sweat. Uh, don't use deodorant. <laughs> yeah, don't have skin. Don't have skin. <laughs> don't go outside, basically. See, this goes back to the beginning. Don't go outside. No, just wear an undershirt. An undershirt. An undershirt is going to take care of a whole lot of problems. But eventually, you are going to have to wash your sweater. Yes, you are. There are probably a lot of people out there listening who like are like, I have a whole collection of sweaters. I literally never wash them. Like that blows my mind. Like it's I, crazy. I, I get that with like jeans. I never would have thought that with sweaters. Like a sweater, like you said, like you walk around and like you're kind of sweating under your winter coat. I would never wear that sweater again without washing. Without it. washing like, it. Yeah, I, I would probably wash it too much. As opposed to of, of all the things in my like wardrobe, <laughs> that would be the one thing I would probably wash too much because I'm sweating into it. All right, well, that huh. makes sense. I people. mean, you're you're right. I'm learning about people today. Yeah, hmm. I mean, listen, you're gonna learn a lot about people in the course of doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've already seen some of the letters. <laughs> yes, you have. You sure have. So let's talk a little bit um, about washing sweaters. So Claire wanted to know, like, do I have to take this to a dry cleaner? Can I? Can I deal with it on my own? And the answer is, yeah, you can absolutely deal with it on your own. Um, in Claire's case, spot treating was a thing to do. She didn't need to fully wash it. But let's say she's worn the sweater a couple of times and it's and it's due up for, you know, a, a thorough bath. Um, she has, well, she really has like three options, I guess four options. So one option is to send it to the dry cleaner. Another option is to not clean it at all. Uh, neither of those are particularly great. Um, and they're not really what we're here to talk about today. Um, the reason that dry cleaning is not particularly great is that it is, it is a chemical pro. I mean, everything's a chemical, water is a chemical, but dry cleaning is, um, a, a rather harsh chemical experience for your clothes. Um, the other thing that dry cleaning does not particularly touch is it doesn't touch odor. So when you're talking about items like sweaters that you tend to wear a few times before cleaning and have developed just like a you know, general, I've worn you a few times, <laughs> smell. <laughs> <laughs> dry cleaning isn't going to take care of that. Um, so dry cleaning actually isn't ideal, even though a lot of sweaters have the dry clean only tag on them. The reason that they have that tag is not not because they're truly dry clean only. It's a it's almost like an insurance policy for clothing manufacturers. Like big dry clean is, got, is out to get yeah. the people. Is that in what a, this is? In a way, yeah. Um, the other thing that it's really good to keep in mind about sweaters is that they are made, if they're made from natural fibers, they're made from natural fibers that come from animals that get wet. Sheep get wet. <laughs> Sheep get wet. They're, they're, they're like from England. They're all, it doesn't rain right. there. Yeah. Sure. So, so your wool can get wet. The reason that we tend to think of, of like not wanting to get wool wet is because Wool does have a tendency to shrink, but that is specific to hot water. 
So getting back to our, our options for cleaning, we've got, you know, ne don't never clean, not a great option. Dry clean, no, not really a great option. The two other options are to either hand wash or machine wash. So it probably is going to come as like no big surprise that hand washing is ideal. It's always the hardest one with you. Oh, I always, <sighs> I know, I'm sorry, but it's, but it's actually not, it's actually not that hard at all. Um, but you can also machine wash. So here, here are the things you need to know. Um, if you are going to either hand or machine wash your sweaters. First of all, always use cold water. Cold water, cold water, cold water. Use a gentle detergent. If you're going to machine wash, it's a great idea to use one of those zippy mesh bags that you put clothes into that you then put into the machine. That's going to help to protect the sweater from the agitation of the machine. Um, the agitation is part of like the overhandling category. Right, when, yeah. you, over when you overhandle someone or something agitation usually follows exactly makes a lot of clothing are just they're just like people <laughs> just like us just like us. sweaters just like us <laughs> um uh and then also a great idea in the, in the machine to use the delicate cycle again it's going to cut down on the agitation thing in terms of detergents to use you should use a mild detergent if you're going to machine wash woolite is actually a great option there are, there are all of these myths out there that woolite is bad, and they are just myths. They are they are truly not true at all. Who, it's who been puts that out there? The the woolite rivals. They're trying to like get people to stop possibly, buying woolite. Possibly, possibly. Um, business people. Um, but I but I I actually asked someone who tests laundry detergent, and she did a test um, of woolite and a whole bunch of other um, delicates detergents, and she came back and she was like, no, Woolite's great, actually. It was, was the best of the lot. And it's, and it's very inexpensive and it's very easy to find. So Woolite is a great option for machine washing sweaters, also a great option for hand washing. But if you're going to hand wash, I even have another easier option. I feel like you can actually like this one, Dave. Have someone else do it for you? Yes, you can <laughs> do that. You can send them. There are services. Um, they're expensive. Um, no, there are no rinse detergents. Really? Yeah. So there are two brands um, that I know of that I've tried. One is called Soak Wash. You fill up your, let's say, like your kitchen sink is really the best place for the operation. Clean the kitchen sink. Take the dishes out, please. Fill it up about halfway with cool or lukewarm water. You add, you know, whatever the dosage of the no-rinse detergent is. You put the sweater in. When you wash sweaters, again, because they don't love to be overhandled, hand washing should be a very fast experience for them so it should really be like put the sweater in mush it down with your hands maybe let it soak in there for five to ten minutes at the most and then with the no rinse detergents you don't need to rinse you just drain the water put press the water out of the sweater roll it up in a towel to extrude more water lay it flat to dry that's it that's that's like that's, a cake. that's easy 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 um another thing about the drying process if you machine wash do not machine dry. Always, always, always air dry your sweaters. It's just going to be better for them. Um, do lay them flat. Don't hang them to dry because what will happen with a heavy sweater is if you hang it, it's going to stretch down and then it's going to become misshapen. And also the shoulders will get all stretched out. They'll, you'll have, you know, like hanger right. shaped shoulders. Right. <laughs> so lie it flat to dry um, and you will be good to go. Hand washing sounds much, much more involved than it actually is so try it one day if you hate it you never have to do it again because you've got the machine washing instructions but really it's not that hard um, and I think that you'll be cool with it 
Um, on that note, this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Dave and I will be right back with more about keeping your sweater. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. I was looking merry and bright all winter long. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Welcome back to Ask a Teen Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Care. Dave and I have been talking about sweaters. What what have we been calling them? Sweaters? No, sweater is going to be the name of our, our company that sells sweaters. Because when it's sweater weather, you think sweater. Sweater.com. <laughs> I don't think this is, this is as much of a, a can't fail as the George Gym. What was the George Gym again? How did you already forget the George Gym? The I George Gym was the all George Gym. It's our it's our gym where everybody works out in jorts. Wow, how drunk was I during that episode? That that, that was that was a good idea. That's that's tra- a, that's traumatic. And though. then we were gonna have a sports bar attached to it called Sports Oh Huts. right, okay, then yeah. yes, yeah. This was a genius idea because there's beer involved. That's good, yeah, that makes more sense. Don't mock my ideas. <laughs> Yes. Uh, well, let's let's get back to sweater weather here. Uh, sweater weather. We uh, we have a, we have another another listener question, and this is like my sweet spot. This was this is one of those topics that I'm really passionate about. Elizabeth. So I'm gonna let you read the question. I, I miss I miss the letters from boyfriends who were just like ratting out their girlfriends. My girlfriend's clothes smelled so bad. I'll oh. I'll be sure to look for some more. Yeah, of those. I want some more of those. Okay. Guys. Okay, I'll flag so them when they come in. Elizabeth asks. So maybe I buy cheap sweaters, but these babies are covered in pills. Sometimes when I'm on boring phone calls, I pick them off and scatter them under my desk. <laughs> Not sustainable. Can you imagine if I worked in an office with Elizabeth? I, I, just, like, I just like how she just puts that two-word sentence in there. <laughs> Not sustainable. <laughs> Can you recommend a good way to remove these without any regularity or ease? I assume she means remove them from her sweater and not from under her desk. That's yeah, a vacuum. Easy. Yeah, just dust bust that. You're all good. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Our, our next letter is from Elizabeth's boyfriend who says, my girlfriend won't stop picking pills off my sweaters. Do I break up with her or, or do I just get better sweaters? Listen, I picking pills off of sweaters is actually really addicting. Like yeah. for me, it's like um, popping bubble wrap. It's the same, it's, it's it's the ex- same principle. Exactly sure. the same yeah. thing. Exactly the same thing. Except... They bother me in a way that bubble wrap doesn't bother me. You have to like train yourself to not be bothered by it. Like it's like biting your nails. Like you need to have like a some sort of like thing in your head when you go to do it. It's like don't do that. Like popping popping the little the little packaging things is fun. That is fun. You don't want to ruin your sweater and your nails. Well, picking pills off sweaters wouldn't ruin your nails. No, I just mean like in terms of like. Oh, you have lint on your nails. No, like biting your nails, like like habits. Oh, sorry. Yes. Where like you just don't think about when you're doing it. Like you're on a call and you just you look down at your sweater. There's like seventy five things on the floor. I can see that. I can see Elizabeth's 
not sustainable situation. Yeah, I mean, I understand it. I but I have I have solutions for her. Give them to her. Help her. So um, before I do, let me talk about why pills happen. <laughs> Welcome right. to a drug PSA <laughs> on Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Pills happen because we're all unhappy. Because deep down inside, we all will know we'll never fill that hole with anything yeah, but pills. But pills. Um, okay, so pill pills happen, or the pills develop on sweaters or any kind of clothing um, when the fibers fray or break and become tangled due to friction. So again, we're going back to this over the not wanting to overhandle mm-hmm. things because the handling creates friction mm-hmm. but also like just our daily lives create friction wow this, <laughs> this, is, this is, deep. is getting deep. This is really deep um like if you have an office chair that is a little bit like snaggy it can create i know <laughs> there's probably a real term for what i'm talking it's about you but said blurt earlier too yeah i use that word all the time a blurt of dishwasher so dishwasher soap Dishwashing. Dishwashing soap. Sorry. But yeah. Oh, wait. I have to say, there's a difference between dish soap and dishwashing yeah. soap. Yeah. I, when I say dish soap, I mean right, Dawn, Palmolive type stuff. Yeah. I had, I'll tell the story. Sometime. I'll tell it in a bonus episode. I had some friends not, not pay attention to what I was saying to him, and he accidentally used dishwashing detergent instead of dish soap for something. Had a big problem. That's why you should all pay attention very carefully to what I say. Okay, so so the p- pills happen because of friction. There's a difference between pills and lint. I think a lot of times people conflate those two, and they are quite different. Pills come from internally, whereas lint comes from an external force. <laughs> yeah, that was poetic, wasn't it? The it's way that I like, just said uh, that. It's like yin and yang. Um, so the, the, f- the function of that in practical terms is that you can't really effectively use a lint roller or a lint brush to remove pills. You need a de- de-pilling tool. You have to go to some, some ranch out in Arizona and get off the pills. Get the pills off you. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Oh, that was really good, Dave. Just off the cuff. Um, I'm, all, I'm all talent. Uh, with, I'm with that said, you should have a depilling tool and a lint roller in your life because they they can complement one another but they they do serve different functions um all right so now we're going to go through your choices when it comes to depilling tools there are a number of them i have a very very distinct pov about which ones are good and which ones are bad the first category is probably the one that people are most familiar with, and that it, they are called sweater combs. Those are the things that are made by brands like Dritz and Defuzzit. <laughs> I think it'd be like Defuzzit. Uh. Um, they are exactly what they sound like. They're little kind of um, little little combs for your sweater. They have little little blades on them. Um, they, however, are labor-intensive because they're not huge. They only cover small areas at a time, um, and they are really better used when you need something um, for travel because they're easy to throw in a little bag, or if you need something, like maybe Elizabeth wants this, to leave in your, in your um, desk drawer at work so that, like, if you're running into a meeting and you happen to notice that, your sweater got all pilled up because you were carrying a messenger bag that rubbed up against it on your way to work. You want to just quickly take those off. 
So sweater combs are great and they work really well, but they are labor intensive. Um, similarly, a lot of people use just a straight razor blade to depill sweaters. I want to tell you not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> One, it is dangerous Seems to like you. There's a lot of pitfalls there. Yeah. And two, it is incredibly easy to nick the sweater and create a hole in it. So in a wicked pinch, by all means. Like if you're at the barber and he's like working over your face, just like have him slide down the, <laughs> yeah. the sweater. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Sir, could you get my back? Yeah. No, 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 no. no <laughs> I, I don't mean the hair there. I mean my, I mean the sweater. The actual pills there. Yeah. Just take a little bit off the <laughs> little thin, little edge. Um. So I, I mentioned the sweater thing, or sorry, the sweater thing, the razor thing, because it comes up a lot, and I, and I want you guys to hear me say, like, yes, it's an option, but it's not a good one. And if someone is trying to push that on you, as like it's some kind of <laughs> like, I don't know. Pill. You know, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, no I wasn't where I was going with that, but that's a good one. Um, no, no, no. If they're trying to like push it on you, like it's some sort of like authentic, more authentic way. Like an old timey like way. An, yeah, exactly. Like this is what the Mariners yeah. did, you know, uh, like. <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> I didn't mean the baseball team. <laughs> I hear Martinez did not do that. Uh, sports. Um, ju just say no. Just say no. Just say no to depilling. That's right. Um, okay. The next. Oh, this one. This actually like kind of hurts me to talk about because I. I, I hate saying bad things about products that I know, one, a lot of people love, and two, about a company that um, is kind of a smaller company, and I like I root for small companies, and I want them to succeed, but man, I hate this product so much. If you want, I'll say it for you. This way, you're you're not culpable. I'll, <laughs> say, I'll say mean things about whoever. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, maybe I'll take you up on that. What's the name of the company? It's called the Sweater Stone. Fuck them. <laughs> So here's Bad company. Here's the thing about the sweater stone. For years, I heard people raving about the sweater stone, and what it is, it's a it's a brick size, not like a f not like a full brick. It's uh, like the size of a blackboard eraser. Okay. Okay. And but it's a stone, and it's it's like a pumice stone. Mm-hmm. Um. Sounds good so far, actually. It, it does, yeah. right? And for and for years, I heard people rave about it, like they were like, it's the only thing I use in my sweaters. I love, love, love it. I wrote about it in a column a couple of years ago, and and I wrote about I wrote about it by saying like, oh my god, this per this friend like raved to me about this sweater stone, and I haven't used it, but she raved about it, so I'm mentioning it here. So the sweater stone people um, saw the column and they got and they were really really nice. They got in touch and they were like, we'd really love to send you one of these so you can try it for yourself. And I was like, great, thank you so much. I would love to try it, and I I wanted to love it. I wanted to love it. But you, your heart wasn't there. Uh, you, were, you weren't in the same place. No, it wasn't even that. I actively like hated this thing. Wow. And it stressed me out. And I, I guess I held on to it out of some sort of se like sense of obligation because the sweater stone people were so nice. It's a bad relationship. Uh, listen, yeah. I mean, I, as I was saying that, I was like, I'm really <laughs> actually. <laughs> I'm not getting anything out of this sweater stone. We need, we need to <laughs> I'm actually on. describing every relationship I've literally ever been in in my life. <laughs> You're terrific. You're going to find somebody who really likes you the way you deserve <laughs> to be liked. But that person is not me. So anyway, here's the, here's the problem with the sweater stone. So I, I held on to this thing for um, over a year. And finally, one day I was using it and I was like, I was so stressed and I finally said out loud to myself I said you are stressed over a sweater depilling tool that you didn't even purchase yourself 
stop being crazy, put it in the trash, you and move on with your life. And I did. You know what this is like? Of course, like it was crazy crazy that I was talking out loud to myself. I was going to say, you sound like Tom Hanks in Castaway with Wilson the Volleyball, where like you've built a relationship with an inanimate object, and you can't let it go after a it, long period of time. It may have been a little bit like that. What did you name the sweater stone? I didn't name it, thank God. Steve? I didn't name it. No, I didn't. I didn't name Stevie Sweaterstone? <laughs> Steve, it's over. Move on. Stevie Sweaterstone is not blind. Get out of my apartment. Um, okay, so here's the problem with the sweater stone. The, the biggest problem I had with it was that it created a damn mess every time I used it. It, it spread depilled pills mm. all over the place. And the pumice itself would leave little like pumicey shavings all over the place. It was a mess. And I also didn't think it was particularly easy to use. It, it felt like a chore. And... It also felt like it was too rough on my sweaters hmm. because it was a pumice stone. You d- you do sound like you do sound very upset still about it. I like I am. It feels fresh still. It I guess it is fresher. I'm like cl- I'm. You guys can't see me because it's a podcast. I'm like clutching at my throat right now. I'm really, I'm really wound up, and I'm gonna move on. Good for you. Okay. You deserve. Let's it. move into the things that I that I feel really great about. Yes. Yes. Because there are things I feel really great about. Look what you did, Sweaterstone. <laughs> I know. You stressed out the clean person. Assholes. Um, okay. So the two things I feel really great about. There's one that I feel great about, and there's one that I love so much that I want to marry it. And ruin it? Yes. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Take all the romance out of it? Yeah. Well, we just learned about my, my romantic <laughs> history. Yeah. Um, okay. So the thing that I love um, are I love lint shavers. Lint shavers. They are exactly what they sound like. They're basically electric raver razors for your sweater. Um, and they're great. They're, you, they're battery operated. You can get really inexpensive ones. There's one by a brand called Knit Picks. Actually, we've talked about this one before. I was going to say, that one sounds familiar. We talked about it when we talked about the, um, the, the guy with the girlfriend yeah. with the lint on her tights. Yeah, that was in the athleisure one, was it? That was athleisure. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the guy. Uh, yeah, the, the guy g- with the girlfriend. The guy with the, with the, li- yoga, <laughs> the guy we just talked about. Yeah, exactly. Your favorite guy. The guy who's my girlfriend's yoga pants are too. Yeah. Mm. The guy with discerning <laughs> fashion sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. <laughs> just picturing him on his email chain with his buddies, like, "Oh, my girlfriend keeps wearing these." And his friends are like, "Are you going to set your fantasy lineup or what? We don't care about your girlfriend's yoga pants. Leave us alone." <laughs> I care about your girlfriend's <laughs> yoga pants. We do, but your friends yeah. don't probably. Okay, so so we we talked about those those um the lint shavers already. So there was a very inexpensive one by a brand called Knit Picks, K-N-I-T-P-I-C-P-I-C-K-S. Um, you can get more expensive ones. If you go to Amazon and you just bang in lint shaver, you're going to come up with like a whole bunch of options. And those are great. They're very, very easy. The product that I love so much that I want to marry is here with us in the studio. Oh, my God. This is this is what you've been staring at. This is called the Gleaner, mm. um, and I we talked and we talked about this also when we talked about the tights. Um, and I brought it in, Dave, because I was like, I'm gonna try to describe it, but I actually thought it would be fun to have you describe it since you're seeing it for the first time. Like honestly, I thought it was like a thing you would like wax your legs with because like it's 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 white. There's like a little like blue. Um, I don't know what you Handle. would call it. Like where the spine of it would be, like on the top there. It does look like a woman's razor. Right. It looks like something you would have. It looks like a like a Gillette Venus razor. Totally. But like it's just um, 
don't even know how to describe it. Like one side's got like the soft little like brushy side. The other side, right. I'm not touching that part of it again. Yeah, Dave cut Slice himself. Slice me open. I don't know what it was. I'm like, duh, what's this? <laughs> so one side of it has a blade. Um, it's right, a like it's a carbon blade, and they they actually come. There are three different um, grits of the blade. So there's a fine, medium, and heavy duty one. Um, and then the other side, the side that's like um, that feels velvety. Mm-hmm. This is the lint brush side. So remember when I was saying that you should have both because they complement one another? That's Part of the reason that I love the gleaner so much is because it's the two-in-one. Right. So what you do is you use the blade side of it first to take off your pills, and then you flip sides, and you use the lint brush side to remove all of the last of the little fuzzies that have come off um, that, didn't, that didn't get completely picked up and off the sweater by the blade. And so you're that's gonna, how you're going to marry this. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Known as second husband. This is what happens, you know. First gay marriage, and now you can start marrying an inanimate object. That's the repu- right. The Republicans were right. That's right. On that <sighs> note. <laughs> JK, by the way. You, yeah, nobody really knows me. That was a joke. I, I don't feel that way. Yeah, I'm no, no, not, no. I'm not that guy. I mean, I, I think the listeners have a... I feel like the listeners have a pretty good beat on on um the the politics of this show. Yeah. Which way we lean. Seriously. We try to keep it apolitical. Apolitical, yeah. We'll, we'll just edit that part out. No um, one's going to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so there you go. So that's that's called the Gleaner, G L E E N E R. Um, great company, lovely people. They've also been in touch and have just they're just great. And you know, I, as I said, I like to support small companies that make great products. And I and I feel sad for small companies that don't make great products. <laughs> but I also have a commitment to being really honest with you. Um, so sorry, Sweaterstone, but congratulations to Gleaner for being amazing and for reaffirming my faith. In romance and love. Yep. Yeah. You should You'll yeah. all be invited to the wedding. You should have seen the look on her face when she went from the sweater stone to the gleaner. It was like. I do feel like a different person right. now. I was I was wound up about that stone. She man. went from like girl in bad relationship to, <laughs> to girl broken up to girl happy with a new relationship in like 14 seconds. It was the most amazing transformation yeah. ever. So think about that gleaner if you ever wanted to like, you know, sponsor something. Yeah. People love it. Yeah. She loves it. Consider that. All right. Well, listen, on that note, this is a good time for us to wrap up. That's it? Yeah. That's huh. it. We went through a lot today. This is a lot. I feel like I had so much more to give. Well, there will be more episodes in the future. All right. That's um, fair. But that'll, but that'll do it for this one. Um, if you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash askacleanperson and selecting one of the amazing rewards we're offering to our listeners. We would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes. Leave a rating and tell your pals about our weird little cleaning show that you love so very much. And of course, thank you to you, our listeners, for joining us for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.